You unlock this benefit with the key of Patreon. Beyond is another dimension. A dimension of thought. A dimension of speculation. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both waffle and substance. Of things and ideas. You've just crossed into the Podcast Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to us talking about the Twilight Zone. Uh, Julian and I, and four others maybe, are about to jump into the next episode. Uh, we are going to be changing our faces and talking about the four of us are going to die. And this is an X-Files episode, if ever I saw one. Um, this one has a guy with an ability to morph his face into that of others. That he, When he looks at a picture, he has the ability to morph his face. And he has a plan to use that capability to take money from the mob... Uh, and to uh, run off with, an, with, a, with a woman, that it, it, oh, there's some questions I have around some of this. But basically, he's basically, he's going to take advantage of this uh, skill, but it all backfires on him in a desperate moment at, at the end. Uh, but Julian, what, what were your thoughts on this episode? Well, it's an okay episode. I mean, you know, I, I like the idea. I love the title. Um, I know what you're going to say. I mean, like, this is a planned rape of this woman. It's it's basically but like basically, Revenge of the yeah. Nerds. You're impersonating her boyfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, more than that, there were three, there was a couple of things I had real problems with. Is this thing of like, yeah, basically, he's manipulating her because, and her grief, because she believes mm-hmm. he's, this, the person he's impersonating is dead. Um, So he's manipulating to get into bed. <clears throat> more than that, is he, if they did run away, like, is he intending to keep it up with that face, like, forever? Like, that seems like a real sort of, like, odd plan. Um, but the, but then more than that, like he impersonates, he's impersonating someone who's clearly well known, mm-hmm. and that seems like just looking for. I mean, that's per- obviously what happens towards the end. But that it just looks like you know, if you impersonate someone who's well known, you're asking for problems. You know, because if you're doing this skill, anonymity is your friend, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, it, it just it, that was the, the musician one felt like a bit of a straight away. I was like, mm, step too far on this, but I love the idea. I love the concept. Yeah, I love the idea too, and it, and it's kind of like an obvious one to have fun with. I mean, I will say, I'm fine with the fact that we never find out how he has these face changing powers. Right, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. That's never explained. How in the world did he formulate these plans? Right. Like he sees, we see him looking at newspapers and seeing photos of the deceased, and then he takes on their faces. How does he know that somebody has this this girlfriend and where to go? How does he know that the mobster is owed money by this other guy and where to go? I mean, it's it's kind of a delicious uh, plan to you know steal the girl and steal the money and basically like leave town with everything. Mm. Why is he doing but but how does he know any of this and why is he doing it now? Um, so it's good fun, but the central premise is sort of why does he have these powers? How does he know any of this? And why is he interested in stealing money and leaving town now? None of this really makes sense, but it's it's fun. It's fun. I, I totally agree. Like one of the things I was hoping, and again, if you were to do this today, you'd have like one of those like I call the conspiracy board. So you'd have a big board with loads of red string on it, like connecting all these things. <laughs> and be like, I've been planning this for like, you know, a year. Like I know, I know I've been gathering, I've been using this skill 
to infiltrate these people's lives and now I've managed to gain all this information and this is who I'm so in order to pull like almost like a one man Ocean's Eleven you know <laughs> I'm going to pull off this heist or this this job but by myself and to do but to do it I need these four faces um and so you could get to that point you haven't got it you know but it, I agree when he goes to the mobster and stuff and I'm like how do you know? I was like, how do you know how to get into this building? Like, how do you know where all this? Because surely, if if you do, then like the police should be on this. Like, it seems really obvious. Um, yeah, I had problems with that. Um, but I was definitely taken up with the two things. Actually, I was really taken up with again was they they, they do a really cool trick at the start of this, and it's it's bog simple, mm-hmm. but what they again they've done something wonderful in this. There's a bit where he goes into a hotel and he introduced the character, the guy, and his ability. And to give you a demonstration, he goes in to have a shave. And so you look, you see him looking at a mirror, and you see it over his shoulder. And so he, you know, he has he, he shaves off his cheek and he shaves off a bit of his chin or under his nose, sorry. And then you you follow the arm down for him to clean off the razor, and then you follow the arm back up, and the face in the mirror is different and it's obviously done with the, you know there's no mirror there it's it's clearly just a, a you know a, a gap with someone on the other side but again the way they've done it and the way it's played is just really because then it goes down again it comes back up and it's the original guy again and i'm just like oh look this is delicious like i'm, I'm yeah. there's a part of me that's just like oh this is just so much fun like yeah it doesn't make a great sense but just little bits like that where i'm like oh that's good like that that got me into this quite quickly yeah, I mean, this reminded me of an episode that you didn't like as much, Escape Clause, with this sort of deal with the devil, where yeah. it's sort of like, okay, it's an absurd premise. Take the premise, kind of run with it. Don't think about it too much. We're just going to put a twist on it or have fun with it. Um, and, I mean, an- another thing that's sort of improbable is, I mean, two things that bothered me that are that are improbable, not enough to hate the episode or anything, I'm having fun, but one is... Uh, that nobody seems to notice he's in the exact same clothes. So we watch these like escape attempts and it's like, oh, where's the guy I was chasing? He's literally wearing the same clothes. He's got a distinctive hat on, you know? Yes. Yes. Kind of irritating. I was that I was, because he's wearing like obviously quite a plain suit, shirt and tie. And so that one I was like, all right, I'd let that slide. But yeah, he wears that, he wears the hat at like a jaunty angle and it's a very distinctive hat where I was like, I was the same. I was like, "Mm, that, that, that didn't work for me. That sort of felt a little bit like the bit when the police come to get him at the end and he goes through the, the rotating doors. Like if he was to quickly take his hat off and hide it or something. You know, yeah. or, or discard it. So when the guy came out, he's got a different face and he's not wearing the hat. I'd be like, okay, I'd buy that. But yeah, he's wearing the hat in exactly the same way. And I'm like, oh, this, it, 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 that bit did irk me a little bit. The other thing is as well, and I ha- I've had this problem when this sort of thing has been used before, um, you know, uh, of, of people morphing into other people, right? People, you know, I'm, I, you know, what if they're not the same height? <laughs> basically yeah. Yeah. you know um if, uh, i can't remember there's a joke in, in a film i've seen where they sort of they do this and he's like you know you appear to have lost a couple of a couple of or a couple of kilos or 
and and some inches. Uh, you know, you you appear to be at least two inches shorter than you were before, and th- th- there must be that thing of like, you know, you have to be the similar build and and height and all this other stuff for it to work. But how does um, he know that? Looking at the newspaper, no, right? it's like yeah, you know, yeah. good news. You know, the the mobster who died is played by Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's also there's there's other things of like you know. Um, how do you know that the photo was their last photo? There could be other things that you know. That, but I'm I, weirdly like you're right. There was an episode where I was picking up on these things. I, I was less interested, in, but for some reason, I'm quite into this episode. And I think part of it is again because of how they lean into some of this. Because um, there's a really good scene when he does go after the mob boss, and he's playing this sort of like hitman or, or the gangster or something like it was hired for a job, and they clearly killed him off. And he says, like, you know, I was I was um, thrown into a, the river and I was given, you know, shot in the back three times and stuff. And it, he's given him like this recounting of this guy's death. Mm-hmm. And, it, and he says to him, says, you know, well, did someone fish you out before you died? And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's say that happened. Or I could be a ghost. And like, he's really relishing in sort of like torturing this mob boss. And this mob boss is like, you know, literally, like, I've seen a ghost like this. And it's, Again, like, they've cho- they've made choices in this scene that I just really enjoy. It's a bit hammy, mm-hmm. but the way he's laying it on is is really quite good fun. I'm enjoying that he's really going for it, and he's like taking the opportunity because like oh, you know what? I'm really going to lay into this guy. Um, yeah, and it's clear that the script is going for um, you know those joys as opposed mm-hmm. to logic because it's so effective to talk about like and that water was cold. You know that water was cold, so cold. You know, like, okay, great. But actually, he doesn't know that. And again, we don't know, you know. So all that stuff you're saying is completely correct, and yet it only underlines for me, how the hell have you planned all of this? How do you know this monster? How do you know that he was shot three times in the stomach? And he does the same trick to the girl, where he Mm -hmm. at first says, I'm from heaven, you know, so he's tormenting her. What I have another question is, what is the detective coming by to pick him up for i was going to ask that because he gives in really easy and obviously like you know but it's clearly he's got like some sort of relationship like with this detective like they've clearly crossed paths before but at no point do they like you know well you've got this long laundry list of like misdemeanors and felonies and all this other stuff mm-hmm. like the guy just turns up and he's like well i've caught you and i'm taking you in and you're like yeah, clearly for, there's for a backstory <laughs> where his main personality is feuding with this and pulling off crimes and he's like you know what maybe i should use my face changing power before i do these crimes that it's very it's unfathomable to me it, that, that bit i was actually going to ask because i thought i may have missed something and because I, I watched it a few i was like I, I don't know if i've missed this how this works but I, again, like I said, they're going for the delicious because there's a great scene where the detective sort of says, uh, he agrees to be taken in and he says, can I get my coat? And he goes into the next room and it's, it's shot from his back and he's putting his hat on and stuff. And you are clearly supposed to think he's going to turn around with a different face. Like you think that's going to be the surprise and he turns around and he hasn't. And so they, 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 know, they know what expectations they're setting up. And again, I think they know what show they are now making, where they go, people are getting into it and going, oh, it's going to do this. So they're trying to subvert expectations within their own show a little bit already, which I think is quite cool. Um, but the thing I like about the other thing I do like about this is, like I say, is he has to concentrate to do this. He has to be in a sort of a state of calm to, to do the face changing thing. 
Um, and so, like, you know, the, the, when he does confront the mobster, and they sort of like, you know, he, then two of the gangs or whatever, three of the gangsters come into the room and he gets chased out. And he's like, I need to find a face. I need to remember. He, it is a great lesson. I need to remember a face. He can't even return to his own face because he, he's so panicked. He needs something to focus on. And I was like, I love that there's a weakness. And, you know, it's obviously that's what's going to pay. That's going to be the, his downfall. Mm-hmm. But I did like that. That was like you know he finds that box as poster on the wall. So I, I, I don't know. That was just that was just a cool moment as well. That he's like you can't just do this. It's not just on and off and constant. Like it, it takes something out of him to do it. Yeah, I, I, you're right. And I love the boxer moment. I love you know seeing this random image, um, and then obviously that changes the entire plot. Mm-hmm. Um, that works for me. Having said that. The whole plot with the father, you know, like he becomes the boxer. He literally walks out of that alleyway. Oh, and there's that boxer's father uh, running a newsstand, you know. And oh, what a, you know, what a coincidence. I mean, this is so absurd. And then I do like the father's dialogue about like, Mm. you did wrong by that girl. You know, you you know, clearly there's an implication here. Um, you know, of sort of like leaving her pregnant or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's like that father could have gone to one of these boxing matches and said this stuff. Why does he happen to be at the end of the alley? And then at the at the end, the big twist is that the father pulls a gun and guns down his own son, which is utterly absurd to me. Um, and then, you know, the of course, uh, the main character is like, who are you talking to? Oh, 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 wait, you know, it's me, which I can forgive, but it's it's more awkwardness. So, I mean, I, I don't dislike any of these elements, but there certainly are a lot of elements that maybe irk me more than they do you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was saying that the bit that the father just happens to be there. You know, again, I think in my head, I start filling I started to fill in like backstory. You know, I was like, yeah, like, you know, this guy's just done a runner. So there was no opportunity to confront this guy. And the poster that he takes the face from is, is ripped. So it's obviously been torn down. So it's a past um, match or whatever. But again, like he's done things before, but he could have just walked out and he's, you know, his dad's this, this old guy, this old time was confronting him. He could have just gone, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. I'm not who you think I am. You're clearly mad. You know, mm-hmm. you th- I'm, I might look like your son. I might look a bit like your son, but I'm not your son. Go away. Like You could easily dismiss someone like that and go like, I don't know what you're talking about, but he sort of it's the fact he tries to engage him. That's the one that the bit that annoyed me was he tried to engage him. He's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we've probably crossed paths in the past, you know. You know, I've known you from a long time ago. Um, and then the, the guy's like, Well, you know, yeah, you, you are my son, you know, I'm your, you know, I am your father. Um, and again, it, that, that bit from that point, I was like, Oh, like this could have all been avoided. <laughs> like, he's been dismissive of the other people, like, he could have just pushed his guy aside and gone. No, that's it. And then left that face behind and it becomes an issue. But um, I like the con, but I do like the concept of when he gets the, the gun pointed at him and he's panicking that he can't morph into the mm. others. The problem I would say is, again, coming to the end, the dialogue's good that his dad starts to say. Unfortunately, I think the delivery is dreadful. Yeah. It's really stilted. And it's the same when he comes back to confront him on the street. Like the actor who's playing the old guy is really stilted. He's sort of he's really struggling with making this emotive, and that's where it sort of it doesn't seem to work. Like you know, if he's coming for revenge or something, like you know, your mother died of a broken heart kind of thing, mm. then it does it doesn't feel anything. So you know, it, it, there's that. 
But um, again, it's like the, the, the end's probably the weakest part. But I've enjoyed this episode quite a lot for some of the, the concept of it. And the fact, like you said, there's no explanation. It's just sort of like it drops you in. Oh, yeah, this guy can morph his face. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think, it, I think it's a fun episode. It's fun enough. Um, I just, you know, I, it seems to me, how does he know all of this stuff? How does he, mm-hmm. you know, all of that, the coincidence with the father, um, everybody, you know, not recognizing the hat. I mean, you chase a guy into a dead end and he turns around and he's wearing the same clothes, but it's, you know, but it's not the face that you briefly, I mean, presumably they know that guy, but the main reason they're chasing him is they're the goons that just came in and he rushed past them. So it's not like they got a good look at his face and it's not like the boss said, that's my henchman who I killed. Right. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That's, that's like that. That's fingers Malone. Go get him. (laughs) Go get him. Yeah, all he says is like, you know, he's taken the get money. Him, boys. Just, yeah, all he says is a thief, go get him. That's it. Like Yeah. Even at that point I'd drag him back in and be like, Boss, is this the guy you saw? Right, exactly. Next time next time I'm chasing a man down a uh, a blind alleyway, you know, if there's one guy at the end and he's wearing the same clothes, I don't care what he looks like, yeah. I'm taking him in. You know. Yeah. That's what I've learned. Unless he's wearing unless he's wearing glasses, in which case he's clearly a different person altogether. The, the Clark Kent defense is, is always going to be top tops it all. Anyway, I think we both agree. it was a good episode. I enjoyed this. Episode. It was fun. It's a fun episode, but it's not a classic. Uh, so, anyway, so that's the four of us are dying. So, anyway, Julian, any last thoughts before we, we leave out? No, I'm good. Uh, but we should tell viewers that uh, you and I are actually the same person, and it is so hard to record these <laughs> and yeah. then sync up. And follow the dialogue. The editing is incredibly difficult. It takes hours. Uh, anyway, okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. <laughs>